This is the EWN Podcast Network. When life and business is chaotic, it is hard to see the beauty that comes from it. But I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. I am your host, Ashley Stone, and I am your chaos coordinator. I believe there's always a message in the mess we can experience in our personal lives and in business. So join me on the journey of running multiple businesses, self-caring it up, and designing a life for my family. This won't be just my story. It will be the many stories of remarkable women that have inspired me and will inspire you to discover the beauty behind the chaos. Hey beauties, my name is Ashley Stone and I am your beauty behind chaos coordinator and host of today's episode. I am here with a guest. I'm so excited that I have a guest, y'all. I have been doing these and I've been by myself. It's been me, myself, and I. And today I am with someone in the studio. Thanks for being here. Hey, Deb. Hey, hello, everyone. (laughs) My name is Deb Grant and I help divorcees move from pain and hurt to hope after divorce. And my heart and my desire is to help people get on that path of healing and not get stuck in the suck. Oh, not get stuck in the suck. Yes. I like that. That's She's already with her tagline. Oh my goodness. So um, Beauty Behind Chaos is talking about all of the uh, chaos that we might go through in life, which I, I would imagine with your expertise and uh, what you're diving into, I'm sure you'll come across a lot of people maybe in the midst of their chaos. And um, so with that, we also like to discover the beauty on the other side. Like we we are fully aware that sometimes that chaos is here to develop us, to grow us, and to lead us in the direction of maybe who we're supposed to be. So there's always this like beautiful, you know, end of the rainbow or other side of the rainbow, right? Absolutely. So that is what this uh, whole podcast is all about. So what I love to do is um, we just dive right in, y'all. We just jump into conversation. She's like... Oh, you have a podcast? Oh, you should be my guest. Yes. Okay, here we are. And I'm like, she's like, how does it, what's the premise of the show? Oh, we just do this. We just jump right in. So we're just going to have a conversation. And I feel like um, a lot of our listeners are women and have been through different seasons and different things in their lives. So speaking to um, some of your background and what you do, um, you know, did that derive from personal experiences or things in life? Like, how did you get involved in what you're doing today? Yes. So almost two years ago, I went through um, a divorce of a 23-year marriage and that flipped my world upside down. So at the moment in time, I had no idea how I was going to navigate this. I had never been alone in my life and I had a lot of fear yeah, and anxiety and sadness and depression. And, you know, one day I was just like, you know what, God, why am I here? What's my purpose? Mm. My purpose was a mom who I was a, I had, I became an empty nester right before all this. Oh, and, wow. and now my part, and then my purpose was to take care of my husband at the time. So now my, I no longer have kids in the home. I no longer have a husband. So why am I here, God? And so I was in a very dark spot. And I remember God just specifically saying, your kids, that's all he said. Because he knew I couldn't handle anything else at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I was in a very, very dark spot. Yeah. And I'm like, God, you're going to have to show me my purpose here because I don't feel like I have any purpose any, anymore on this earth. And from that moment in time, I decided that I was just going to, you know what? It was moment by moment at that time. Yeah. And, you know, some sometimes people are like, 
you know, a week, a month, a year. For me, it was moment by moment because every morning I woke up with a heavy heart and I had no idea how I was going to make it through the day. Mm -hmm. And so I have learned through these last two years, um, there's like five transformational components that I have helped me get on my healing path and not getting stuck in the suck. And when I say don't get stuck in the suck, you talk about, you know, how we all go through adversities in life, right? Um, and we're, the Bible tells us that we're all going to go through trials and tribulations. Yeah. Um, and so, but how, you know, life is 10% of what happens to us and 90% of how you react to it. That's right. Absolutely. That's the same. That's like my theory with business and with everything in life. So I love that. That's like so relatable to all aspects, right? Absolutely. So we can, uh, you know, I lead two different groups right now, um, of ladies, not just ladies. My one group is men and ladies and one is just ladies, but I have some in those groups who have struggled, have been divorced for several years. Mm-hmm. I have friends uh, who have been divorced for several years. I, I'm in a mentoring group where there's hundreds of ladies and five, six years they've been divorced and they are stuck. Yeah. And so people have looked at me and the reason why I have started this my business is because people keep saying, Deborah, you're only like a year and a half out from your divorce. How are you walking with so much faith and so living your life to the fullest? I mean, I jumped out of an airplane for crying out. Well, we have to talk about that. Um, and so I'm like, people keep asking, like, how are you, how are you doing this? And so I'm like, okay. And God's like, this is your purpose. I love that. And it took, it took chaos to ensue in order for you to discover that purpose. And to me, that's what I always tell people too. It's like, you know, don't get stuck in the suck. Now it's not, I need a t-shirt. Like that <laughs> is my next step. I, just my so good. I love that because it is so true in so many different aspects, but like, you never know with this, the experiences that you're facing, like, yes, it, it sucks. And yes, it's really hard, but really when you get through it and you look back and just the resiliency, the amount of, you know, opportunities you were able to learn and to grow and then discover your purpose. Like there's so many times you, and even in relationships where you get kind of lost, you lose yourself in your relationship. You lose who you are and your own identity and you attach your identity to, you know, outside sources, whether it be your husband, whether it be your job, your career, um, we all have that in different ways, right? And so um, it's very easy to kind of get get stuck and and then lose yourself within that. So okay. so you were able to clearly move pretty quickly and and help your own self, and then that brought you to your purpose. So what did it, what did that transition look like? Like was it just right away where you had this epiphany and you were like, I'm just doing this? Like what did that look like for you? Where you just knew it was time to make a change? And so when I got that from God. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. Because you, I would wake up one day and like, I got this. And, you know, I started to saying to, I had heard a motivational speaker and I'm sorry, I don't know his name at the top of my head, but he kept saying, you need to say, I can, I must, and I will. Mm, yeah. And so I would wake up in the morning and be like, I can, I must, and I will, even when I didn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I decided that I was, you know, I'm going to rise above this, but I'm not going to say I've done this perfectly. Mm. I have not. I have made my mistakes. And 
from my mistakes is how I will be able to share with everybody like, hey, <laughs> like for instance, um, respond instead of react. Mm. Whenever there's a lot of communication and, and, and emotions that well up inside of those who are going through a hardship like a divorce, right? And you'll get a text or you'll get an email where it just, your emotions just so start going crazy and you have to decide yeah. wh- how are you, is, is there a response needed in the first place? And if there is, there needs to be, it needs to be out of love and kindness and not out of anger and bitterness. Mm-hmm. And so once again, I reacted at the beginning of all of this. Of course. Because there's accusations and different things being hurled and that were not true. And I wanted to stand my ground and I needed to, you know. Stick up for yourself. and yeah. Exactly. Um, but I had a divorce coach. Okay. So she was the one to walk alongside me and say, Deborah, leave the drama to the llama. Mm. And so that is why I have become a divorce coach. That's amazing, though, because you had that insight early on to get that guidance. Because I, I had never heard of divorce coaches. I mean, I, I'm not in that position. So I, you know, you might you might not know about certain things that they exist, but um, you know, I've heard of coaches and just the value of coaches for, you know, career, financial, business. And in this instance, to be able to get that guidance from an outside person looking in, mm-hmm. like the value I know is tremendous with business and finances and things like that. So it makes complete and total sense, but that might not be someone's first thought, right? Sure. Or know that that exists. So that's probably also a testament to why you were able to kind of absolutely get that, you know, assistance right away because you had an experienced person right next to you walking with you. Absolutely. Right? And, and I so, have never heard of one either. Yeah. And actually it is probably eight to 10 years. Like it's, it's fairly new. Yeah. And a divorce coach, let me tell you what a divorce coach is. Not. Okay. A divorce coach is not a therapist. Okay. It's not a psychologist. It's not a lawyer. What a divorce coach is someone who helps with goals, who helps with mindset, who helps with emotions. Mm. Because when you're going through this hardship of divorce, emotions are heightened. We can't think past a certain point. We're just like, how am I going to live? Like fear, fear sits in big time because there's a lot of fear, like fear of, okay, what is my life going to look like from here on out? Mm -hmm. Fear of what are my children going to think? Fear, just, just lots of different things. What, I mean, for me, I lived in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. I had no idea. God told me go to Texas because I did have, I do have a sister. God, God's telling everyone to go to Texas. That's how I got to Texas. God instructed me to get to Texas. So that he was, he was directing a lot of people in this direction. And I get here and I'm like, okay, God, I'm here. Now what? Like, I felt like Abraham really, truly did um, and got an amazing job. And um, worked with amazing people. And then God in January is like, took that away from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and I am such a people person, an extrovert. And I go from being around amazing people in the office every day to nobody. Mm-hmm. So like in February, the whole month of February was just like, God, what are you doing? Like, I'm alone here. Yeah. I'm all alone. And once again, I felt like I had to rise above the ashes, as we would say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and God taught me, like, you're not alone. I'm here. 
and I want you to myself right now. Mm. So I learned to be in silence with him every single day. And I would get to about Thursday or Friday and be like, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And I had to keep telling myself, now now are you going to tell me what I got to do? Like, I'm here. (laughs) Those moments. And I'm like, hey, we're sitting in a building that God told me to buy. And it's just kind of like, what? Why? What am I what am I gonna do here? Like you have to kind of walk those steps. And you were faithful because you moved to Texas and Absolutely. you did that. And then he lined up everything that you needed. And then it was just kind of like, all right, you know what? Now it's time because whatever you did in the first, you know, year of being here and connecting in the way that you did just set you up for the next phase of what you were supposed to do. But it is it is kind of hard when that happens because you're just like you are you are truly like living by faith. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes he waits for us to take that first step. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I clearly heard him say, Deborah, I want you to be a speaker. I want you to share, share your message. I want you to turn your mess into a message. Oh, girl, I say that all the time on here. And your test uh, to testimony. I love that. Yeah. And trial to triumph, all of it. Yeah. And, take, and I am taking my pain and put a purpose to it. Yeah. And underneath our pain is treasure if we will just dig. But we have to be able to keep on going and not, once again, get stuck in the suck. Yeah. I had a, there was a saying I came across and it was like, you need to, um, you need to go and find those demons and see what they've been feeding. And so like, I was like, oh, oh, that's because I had some, some of my own like kind of layers of things that I had to like work through personally. And, you know, it's so easy to just like turn away from that and just be like, yeah, I'm going to deal with that today. I'm just going to put that over there mm-hmm. and just not do that inner work mm-hmm. within your own self. Because like facing yourself is actually pretty much the, because not that you're putting blame on yourself, but you are coming to yourself kind of raw and uncut. And then like saying, like just seeing yourself for, for, for everything right and then going I need to start correcting some things right and so although like you were going through a divorce and like you were upset with him or or whatever it was it's like those are all external things that in order for you to make any change of any kind it's gonna come from within yourself that's right and like that's the hardest thing because it's so easy to just like go outside of you and be like no they're the problem and like this is what happened and this 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 and that and so what I realized is even for me is like I had to kind of go internal and just be like, you know what? I get to design the life I want. Mm -hmm. I get to show up in spaces in the way that I see fit for me and myself and my family. But what does that look like? Like, you don't really know unless you dig deep. Right. And then also, like, be aware of those things that are within you that are holding you back. Like, what is that inner voice? Right. What are those things that you experience, whether it's trauma or whatever it is that's kind of like lingering underneath that pain that's keeping you and holding you back. So, so I love that. So as far as like coaching goes, um, what does that process typically look like? So it's not, it's not therapy, but like, they're just walking alongside you helping with the decision-making or like, what does that typically look like? So basically you think about it as a coach, what does a coach do? It helps. I mean, whether it be for, um, athletics, you're based, they're basically there to walk alongside you, help you to grow and to get better at your skill. Right. So um, it's exactly kind of like what you're saying is it in coaching, we teach, take all those outside people, Mm -hmm. everything out and look inside. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I is taken when people say, Deborah, 
I can't believe you are where you are. And this is the whole reason why I am. It, I determined, it took a lot of determination and willpower to say, I'm going to do this. It also, it was also um, changing of my mindset. Yeah. I had to change my mindset. I had to change my thoughts because as it said, if you don't like the direction of where your life is going, then we need to change our thoughts because our life goes in the direction of our greatest thoughts. Mm. And if your thoughts are in pain and loss and discomfort, like, yeah, you're going to be, you're almost going to be like replicating that in your own life in other ways, right? Right. So if you continue to think about the past and you continue in the past, that's what your future is going to look like. Yeah. But if I mean, I believe God has better for me. Yeah. So that is, I'm like, okay, God. So we have to empty ourselves of the past, everything that we're holding on to, open our hands up so God can give us that better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want that better so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, get out whatever is in there that is keeping God from putting the better in there. Yeah. So it's like in my in my talk that I give, it's, it's letting go of the past and the hurt and the blame and the what ifs and the why nots. And then, you know what? We put them, we let them go. But we go and pick them back up sometimes. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because we didn't, we didn't fully let them go. We put them on our shelf. That's right. <laughs> we put them off to the side. It's collecting dust, but it's still there. Right. Right? I feel like what you're saying, too, is, like, so, so good. Because I'm all about, like, mental health. And I'm such an advocate for mental health. And just kind of being aware of, like, depression, PTSD, all of the anxiety, all of those things that a lot of people experience. So even with what you're saying, whether you're going through a divorce, have gone through a divorce, or you're happily married, whatever it is, these are these are potential things that anybody should be looking at um, to improve themselves, right? And, and, and bettering themselves. Because these are all concepts that, you know, I kind of think of on the level of um, mindset. And, and all of that, because it is so important. And then what you surround yourself with and who you mm-hmm. surround yourself with. Yes. Um, but yeah, your thoughts are super powerful. Um, so yeah, being so, okay. As I'm saying this, I just like thoughts just like left my brain. And as you are jumping out of a plane and like, <laughs> so I don't know why, as I'm saying this, I'm like, wait, we need to go back to the airplane. So, so let's uh, circle back because you did say that. And I'm like, that's a way to really empty your thoughts. That's a way for everything to leave your brain and your mind because yes. you got to jump out of a plane. Yes. Um, Cause I was going to ask you like, what are some other suggestions with, you know, emptying and leaving things behind? I guess jumping out of a plane is maybe potentially a good start. So what made you do that? The divorce. Yeah. Um, so September 2021 is when it was finalized. And um, I'm part of this mentoring group and she does retreats and there's ladies all over the United States part of this mentoring group. Awesome. Yeah. And she had this retreat that was in La Jolla, California, and it was totally booked. And I had no, you know, I never even like I knew she was going to do this and there was going to be skydiving. And I, I knew in my head, I had always said I would never go skydiving yeah. unless oh. I would go with my mentor because she had did it one year before oh. and no possibility of that happening. That's the only reason why I told myself that like, that's never going to happen. So, yeah. um, she reached out to me. She's like, Deborah, someone had to cancel. Are you available? And I was just like, Yes. And when she, but I didn't say yes soon enough. And so then she goes, I'm so sorry, Deborah. Someone took that ticket, but keep researching for airline tickets and stuff. She goes, because you know what? I'm sure I, I believe God has something for you. And I'm like, okay. So I looked up airplane tickets. I found the cost to it. And 
in an hour's time, she reached out. She goes, Deborah, one just came available. I'm like, it's fine. So there was 21 of us on this retreat and seven of us did the skydiving. And I I was, I don't know if I could do that. That's so like, but (laughs) at that time I was just like, because I was devastated from everything. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to go, I'm halfway there. If I'm in this (laughs) air already, I'm like, you know what? I mean, I'm about to die. I'm, I'm really feeling terrible right now. Let's go jump out of a plane. What else could go wrong? No, but I wanted wanted to prove to myself that I could do hard things. Yeah. That is the true reason why I did it. Because um, I think there's an aspect of it that if you do feel that way, though, like feeling alive, right? Yes. Empowered. Empowered. When my feet hit the ground, I'm telling you, I I felt empowered. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, I did it. I probably never do it again. But I'm like, I got the video. I got the pictures. I got got the proof. And um, I I was like, okay, like I can do this. It was almost like... That was the first thing, like, as I was taking control. Yeah. And as I'm starting my business, it brought me back to that skydiving. It feels like you're jumping out of plane when you start. (laughs) Absolutely. Because then I'm like, you know what is scarier? Yeah. Starting a business is scary. Right now, I I mean, I kind of feel like I'm free fall. Like the free falling is the scariest part of jumping out. I mean, well, and when they take the door off the airplane, you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. I would imagine the door being removed uh, would be my first, my so when, first freak out. When you basically, they push you out of the airplane, um, you, it takes your breath away. And that's kind of yeah. how I feel, right? Like starting my own business and stuff like that. And God telling me to do this is it's like taking my breath away. Like I'm excited, but scared. Yeah. And I kind of was that way too. Like I was excited because I was doing something that I said I would never do. And I couldn't believe I was doing it, but I was scared out of my mind. And that's kind of how I feel like right now. Like, yeah. God. And then like the second you get that like imposter syndrome and you're yes. like, yes, am I like, am I crazy? Am I capable? Like, do I have something that people like would consider valuable? Absolutely. So you start questioning all of those things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's hard. It's hard. So I'm kind of right now waiting for the parachute moment where I feel like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you that don't be surprised. It won't open until you're about 10 feet away from the ground. And then some holes might be shot in it a couple times. <laughs> like being an entrepreneur and working for yourself is definitely, honestly, it's it's one of the most rewarding experiences, but it is one of the most scariest because you're taking a risk in the sense of everything, right? Like you're putting yourself out there. You're financially putting yourself in a position because you have to invest everything in the beginning. Um, I always tell people because people have a hard time leaving their jobs and they try to start a business and almost have like one foot in and one foot out. I kind of love that you had that opportunity where it was like, God was like, I'm going to remove this from you because I'm just going to make you just refall. Right. Yes. So your job, pretty much you, um, you lost your job or like they, um, were restructured, so they let go of a couple of us. Okay. And then, you know, I I was filling out like 200 resumes, I think I sent out, and I had like two people respond to me. And I had a great interview at the end of February. And for four weeks, I was like on edge, like, am I? And they kept reaching out and saying, we haven't made a decision yet. And then finally, they reached out and said, you know, we had a really hard time deciding, but I had already determined, like, God, I'm okay with whatever answer I get. If it's a no, I am taking it that you want me to go full force all into this. Yeah. 
And that's when I signed up for a course to do, to get my certificate of professional divorce coaching. And I'm like, okay, like, I love that because you took the signs, right? The signs were there and sometimes the signs don't come. And you're also kind of like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you know, but I feel like I had this conversation with my son the other day. It's like, you know, preparation meets, um, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to give like this great inspirational quote and then I'm not even going to get it right. But like success is preparation paired with, oh my gosh, faith. No, that's not the words, but I'm just going to say it's that because it's, it's partial preparation and execution and then just having faith. Right. So it's just a combination of things. I don't know. I, I totally lost my train of thought. This is what happens when we record and we don't edit these. Um, I will give you guys a, a little, uh, if I come up with it, I'll put it in the, in the caption of this podcast. Cause it's such a good quote. And I was just telling my son about it the other day, but you can't just rely on faith because God wants you to also take steps towards him. Absolutely. And so you can't just wait for the sign. You can't wait for the, the right and perfect moment and like the perfect scenario or the plan, because sometimes you just have to start moving towards That's something. Right. Right. And so when you don't, you're just going to potentially always be there waiting and you're not showing that you're prepared. Like you have to show up before, you know, things start showing up back. Right. And as you say that, um, I want to put this in there because I just told this to a group the other day and they were just like, everyone tells you time will heal. And I hated hearing that. Yeah. Like, because you're a month in and you're just like, oh my God. Uh, how much time? Like, what but are you talking about? I say it's 50% time and 50% work. Mm. Whatever work you put in that time is how you get to where you're going. And that's how I have gotten where I am. I have put the work in, and I am telling you, you talk about the mind. It's a daily battle yeah. for our mind. And one thing I want to say is we talk so poorly to ourselves. Yeah. And we would never be caught talking to our friends and family members the way we talk to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I was taught to do is every morning, look in the mirror and say, I am proud of you because, and then fill in the blank. I love that. And then after a few weeks, you add, you should be up to five things every day and then commit to five things every day. Oh yeah. Five is a number for me. I like, I'm all about gratitude mm -hmm. too. And that's yeah. like another thing is just having those gratitude moments. Like no matter what hardships you're going through, find something to be grateful for. Um, actually we talked about this the other day. And so I will share with you guys what we talked about. Um, I had a point in time in my life where I was going through just various like depression and struggling with PTSD. And I came to this place of just like, you know what, I'm just going to find something in my day to be grateful for. And five became a number for me. So five was five things I had to, you know, figure out that I was going to be grateful for. And what I ended up doing as a parent, I had two kids and um, I realized like we were sitting at the table and you ever sit at the dinner table and like now with electronics and just like life, you ask your kids, you know, how was your day? What did you do? And they're like, I don't know. And like, you know, it goes nowhere, the conversation. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this mindset thing. It's been helping me so much. And I want to implement it into my family and with my kids. So we did five gratefuls every day at the dinner table. And in the beginning, when you first start, it's kind of hard. And it, it's kind of crazy because it's like five things. I got to figure out five things that I'm grateful for. And you think about the big things, right? And you're just like, I'm grateful that I have a house to live in. And I'm grateful for my food. And just like, you know, big but basic things. And then as you do it every single day and and challenge yourself to come up with different things. 
as you go along, you actually start to notice the smallest things that you're grateful for. And when you walk into your day every day with that thought process and you're naturally just seeing and and things are showing up for you in the way of like gratitude and it could be the smallest things, like it just makes your awareness expand. It just does so much for your, for your mindset. Correct. And one thing that I have in my, my talk that I give is if you had today what you thanked God for yesterday, what would you have today? So it makes me stop and think, and we should have a million things to be grateful for every day. Because if I only had today what I thank God for yesterday, I mean, I was told that a while back. So I thank God for things all throughout my day, Mm. like pulling up here. Thank you that I have an opportunity to work with Ashley. Mm. Thank you for opportunity to be able to um, volunteer at my church. Like just little things, yeah, and 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 try try to think outside the box of not material things or people too, right? Like right, for right. peace and for love, and just for um, healing, and just gratitude to God before He even answers your prayers. Mm-hmm. If you thank Him ahead of time, it's it, he, you're showing Him that you're trusting and believing that He's going to answer that prayer for you. Yeah, and that's very powerful. I have many, many stories in the last two years on how God has done that for me. So funny. I was, I, I think about the times that, um, cause that's kind of like, I never knew, knew how to like show up in, um, in prayer. Like I'm kind of a, I, I call myself a baby Christian slash I'm in my teenage years right now with my Christianity. <laughs> and so for me, when I was like kind of going through all this like turmoil in my life and then I pivoted down to Texas and now I'm driving this pink truck and I'm driving around town. Me and God have many conversations in that truck. And, um, so many times it was just like, I would have like a crazy day out on the road. Something broke, like the weather was terrible, whatever it was. And I would just get back in the truck and keep driving and I would just start cracking up. And I'm like, you know what? You know what, God, thank you. Thank you for this experience. Like I am laughing right now. I'm just going to make a story about this later. Like, you know what? Thank you for, you know, running out of water again. And I'm going to learn this time or whatever it was. And so I would just kind of like make a joke about it. But that's how I would show up in in prayer because I didn't know in the beginning when I started praying, I was just like, you know what? Having it's about having a relationship with God. So if I'm going to have a relationship with God, I got to just come to him and have a conversation. And so with that, as because I was like, I always felt like I had to be like very proper in my prayer. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if I'm doing this right, but I'm just going to come to you and have a conversation. And this is what we're going to talk about. And majority of the time, it's always starting with gratitude mm-hmm. and just being thankful. And if that's all it is that day, then that's how I'm going to show up and just be thank- thankful, 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 and uh, come up with those little things. So so I love that because it is, it's, it's a helpful um, tool of, you know, starting the process of your mind and right. your mindset and that right. growth mindset. And then you get to a point where you're able to thank God for the suck that mm-hmm. has been brought into your life. Oh yeah. Because that's when you start to heal. That's right. That is healing. That's right. Yes. Cause I, that, yes. Mm. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Cause that's definitely, I could relate to that too, for sure. Once you get to that space where you start thinking the people that sucked in your life. Yes. And you'd say it with like full, genuine authenticity. Absolutely. Like, I'm so grateful that happens. Like, that is the beauty on the other side of the case. That truly is. And why this podcast exists. Because 
I got to that same place in my life of just realizing like, wow, I'm actually grateful for the, mm-hmm. for the crazy stuff. Right. And cause we want to be where we are today. Yeah. You would be in Texas girl no, either. No. We, we both wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for the that's chaos. Right. That is a, that's a really awesome thing when you can reflect back and do yes. that. So now moving forward, you are in the process of getting certified, right? Well, I have my certification. I got it. Um, I came in in my email today. Sweet. Oh, yes. oh, making history right now on this podcast. Awesome. So for, as a professional divorce coach, but yes. And so um, my whole goal is to be able to speak in churches and webinars and um, conferences and seminars and just share my story and help other, like my heart just right now wants to just serve and help those walking this difficult road Yeah, because it's, it is hard. It is so hard. Um, and then be able to get people who want group coaching and one-on-one coaching. Um, but that is where my, my business plan at the moment is to speak and to have group coaching and to have one-on-one coaching. I love that. And so will that be online and in person? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Well, how we got connected, we actually both go to church together. It's so funny. I have you, I have to, uh, either I'll have to update it or I'll just leave it so I can laugh about it later. But like you're saved in my phone as Deborah um, door person at Life Church. <laughs> so, and now we work together. So, um, but yeah, when I first uh, met Deb, she was actually um, at Life Church. So that's the church that we both attend and uh, we serve in the early mornings on Sundays. And uh, we just got to talking one day. And this is the power of just connecting with people and talking. I did a, a podcast. Actually, my last podcast was about networking mm-hmm. and how networking, you know, really building connections mm-hmm. and relationships with people. And that's really the best way to build your network because not only are you more memorable when you're building a relationship with someone, but other people are more memorable to you and what stands out. So um, part of that is just having conversations. And so we were just conversating uh, in between in between time while we were serving. And I was kind of telling her some of my pain points I was experiencing and vice versa. And we found this synergy of being able to come together. And uh, her pain points were part of my expertise. And uh, my pain points is totally part of her expertise. I don't know if she's regretful, though, because because I am highly unorganized. And she has the job now of helping me get organized. Um, but yeah, so we were, we were working today and we said, you know what, let's record a podcast because I just love your story. I love that you've been able to take a, a circumstance that n- wasn't necessarily your plan. Right. No, and not at all. that's kind of how life works is like, you think you have a plan or you feel like you need to put a plan together and life will quickly show you that those plans don't always happen. Right. And so your ability to, you know, take what your experiences were and turn it into something so powerful for your life, but even more so, so powerful, it will be so powerful for other people Mm -hmm. is really incredible. And I think that is when you truly are living your purpose Mm -hmm. is when you are doing something you love and you're passionate about, but you're doing it in a way that you're able to serve and help others. Right. So, so that's amazing. So I definitely commend you for doing that and doing it so quickly. Thank you. They get help jumping out of a plane. God <laughs> knew what he was doing with that's that. Right. That's right. Like, I'm still gonna, using it. Yeah, exactly. That was like a good start, right? That's right. If, if you, it's only up or down. For the, I don't know. What, what would you consider if you're jumping out of planes? But, um, but yeah, that's a, a good analogy to the next probably chapter that you'll be on with starting your business. Yes. And 
And I can attest to that. It is a journey, but it is one that honestly is, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years and I wouldn't have it any other way. So looking forward to it. Yeah. So I'm excited for you. And I think your story is empowering for people that are thinking about starting something and they're just kind of, they don't know how, they don't know why or where or what. And I always tell people to just start, Mm -hmm. like just do something. God will show you. God will, I mean, God will, I specifically prayed that God would bring, I'm like, God, okay, you want me to do this? You're going to have to bring the people into my life to help me because I have no clue what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what he's doing. And I, I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed. So yeah, taking that first step of obedience, that's what he's waiting on. Yeah, I love that. And that, I can attest to that too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're, sit- we're sitting in a building. Mm-hmm. I was obedient. I got it. It's here. <laughs> we're sitting in it. Now I'm like, okay, next steps. Mm-hmm. And the goal with, ev- with even this building and this podcast is to reach women and to connect with women and um, do it in a intentional and mindful way. And um, who knows who will be listening, but definitely I'm sure within this podcast um, and this episode, you've probably inspired some people. So thank you so much for for being a part of this. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. So do you want to give maybe some information or plug? Um, I know you're new into your launch, Mm -hmm. but is there some info that people can learn more? So you, my website is live. So you can find me at DebraJoyceSpeaks.com or you can email me at Debra at DebraJoyceSpeaks.com. Awesome. All right, y'all go and check her out. Never mind on a professional level, on a personal level, you are such a warm person and just so lovely to just be in your presence. And I felt that when I met you at church, but then even more so getting to know you more after after and outside of church, outside of serving. Um, So again, thank you for the work that you're doing. And the lives that you will touch. Yes, of course. Thank you. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beauty Behind Chaos. We are getting organized. We are getting so organized. And um, we're going to be launching all kinds of things. Um, So depending on when you listen to this episode, if you're listening from audio, um, we will be launching a video podcast. If you are watching this video that we are recording at the same time, um, that means we launched and we're going to have this uh, on YouTube as well. So lots of things to come. And I actually have a new website that's going to be coming out, Ashley Nicole stone.com which will have all the things that i do and then uh some future plans that we have uh going for beauty behind chaos so thank you guys for listening until next time bye beauties thanks for kicking it with me until the end if this episode inspired you share it with a friend because when we learn we live and we can all use a pick-me-up i would love to see if you benefited or enjoyed this episode use the hashtag beauty behind chaos podcast see you next time beauty